0: orthopedics.
1: Hi, this is Ken with Prime Rate Motors, and we are looking to buy your clean-used vehicles, campers, UTVs, and tractors of any age. Are your payments too high? We will also down-trade you out of your current vehicle into a more affordable one. Or if you just need a professional assessed value of your current car, truck, or SUV, we do on-the-spot appraisals. Stop by 2305 Coffeen Avenue in Sheridan or call 674-6677, and also see our full inventory at primeratemotors.com. That's-
2: Jake Melanie here with First Northern Bank. Shared on Honda and Power Sports Pro Football Pick'em. Here's what happened in the KROE studio this week. Andrew Denver coming back. They are playing the Los Angeles Chargers. That's correct, Andrew. The Chargers do not
3: look good, so I'm going the Broncos.
2: Going to the Broncos, Desperado Dave. Broncos. Of course you guys would. <laughs> Magic Melanie.
1: Can Denver win away? Can they? I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb and say Denver. Ooh.
2: I'm going Denver. Going Denver. I agree. I think Russell Wilson can come back. And he won't light it up by any sense. He doesn't do that anymore. He doesn't. Let Russ cook doesn't uh, really exist uh, anymore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <He> just <barely laughs> yeah, Just barely so like, wins. Yeah, it's like it's like let Russ toast. Yeah, we, we get a lot of great field goals. Good thing we have a pretty decent field goal kicker.
0: Hand eye baby here with Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Play along with us every week for a chance to win a prize. This week, it's a $100 gift card to the Warehouse Gastro pub. Just go to the contest page on Sheridanmedia.com and click on
4: the Pro Football Pick'em banner.
5: If you're looking for a little extra sports coverage in life, you should check out the the Weekend Sports Wrap Podcast hosted by me, James Timberlake. Every week, we break down some of the biggest stories in the sports world, as well as some other topics along the way. And we'll maybe talk about something random, like how mind-blowing the invention of shoelaces must have been when they first came out. Who knows? For all of your sports jargon, and maybe a little extra, check out the Weekend Sports Wrap Podcast, posted every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts, or on SheridanMedia.com, presented by Jack and Kathleen One at 307 Real Estate and
2: Alpine Climate Control. This announcement brought to you by Farmer's Co-op Country Store on Coffee Avenue
6: home of ethanol-free premium fuel. Sheridan County Sportsmen's Association is hosting an NRA basic pistol class, a prerequisite for a Wyoming concealed carry permit. On December 16th, 22-caliber pistol and ammo will be provided, or bring your own 22 handgun. Register online at NRA Courses' website or call or text 307-752-5331. That's 307-752-5331.
3: of the Sheridan Police Department, Travis Koltiska, and Captain Tom Ringley. Good morning, gentlemen, and morning. welcome back to the show. Oh, thanks, Floyd. Good morning. How's uh, how's it been done at the department this fall season?
4: Very, very good. Uh, you know, last year weather contributed substantially Ugh. to an increase in an increase in accidents. Like, they still occur; people still make mistakes driving. But um, thankfully, we've had gr- good roads, good streets for a little bit safer driving. Um, doesn't mean people can speed. <laughs> it means the roads are better condition than they were last year at this time, so that's helped considerably. It's just been a beautiful fall, and it's much nicer to work in this weather than it is in what we experienced last year at this time.
3: Are our-, our patrol officers uh, talking about any kind of increase in traffic flow uh, due to the construction finally being done, kind of wrapping up for the season? Because we had a lot of construction going on this year throughout the city.
6: We we did, and the city. Uh, did a great job of making everyone aware of the detours. And you know, one thing Sheridan is always uh, successful at is adapting, whether, yeah. whether it's adapting to road weather conditions or there's always construction because the city's always trying to improve and fix. And then more importantly, not let things get too far behind schedule to where the whole town's under construction. But there's really no uptick in any certain type of citation. I know our our DUIs seem to be down. But that's what we want. We're, yeah. As I say frequently, absolute uh, absence of crime is a sign of absolute efficiency for law enforcement. Um, no, I mean, the, 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 the kind of calls it seems to be taking up is the amount of fraud calls we're taking related to registered agents in town. Um, we're really? We're getting more, more and more calls from out of, out of town and out of state. Um,
4: well, think about it, shopping season. Yeah, a lot of the misre- uh, misrepresentation online regarding products and services. Um that's where a lot of this comes from, people buying Christmas, Christmas gifts um, from sources that aren't necessarily reputable. And um, a lot of those, unfortunately, have ties to registered agents in Wyoming due to the business laws in Wyoming. So there's an uptick in, in fraud calls directly related to that.
3: You know, I did hear uh, not very long ago that Wyoming was one of the easier states to get uh, an LLC and uh, some other corporations kind of founded it. And so they'll mark our state as basically their home state. And they won't have any association with us outside of that. Yeah, that was, I mean, the intent
4: behind what the legislature did back in the day was was good in, in order to make it very business friendly, to attract business, business yeah. right? The, the capitalistic marketplace. And what is, unfortunately, it's been taken advantage of by, I mean, we've had cases of somebody representing themselves as having the home office here in Sheridan at a registered a- agent, and they're actually overseas in another country, and our victim was overseas in another country. So we're t- I know one of them was a victim from Russia. Wow. Calling here because they were defrauded, and come find out the individual that was representing them, their businesses being here in Sheridan was overseas in another
3: country. And probably didn't even know where Sheridan was on a map. <laughs> no, you know?
6: um, which kind of segues into <clears throat> speaking of what's developed this fall is um specifically Officer Liz Schaefer's developed a, a, a new type of call we take, and it's called a scam screen. And it's simply if you have any doubts about whether or not something's valid, give us a call. Now, we're not going to offer legal advice, but we will – from the offer a human opinion like yeah this sounds too good to be true we think this is a scam or we can research hard records to see if we've had a, a similar uh, report and we then we can definit- definitively um, let people know something's a scam. Oh, that's um, so fantastic! It, yeah, this call six seven two two four one three and ask for a scam screen. Um, those numbers are taken up too. People are taking advantage of that. We've uh, there's more details about it on our Facebook page
3: okay that's great so uh' I'll, I'll actually end up writing a story on that today to get that out because it is shopping season like mm-hmm. I said chief and so many folks are shopping online uh and you know kind of like the 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 business laws of Wyoming scammers took advantage of the internet long yeah. oh, <laughs> long well, ago and, and they're getting pretty dang good and, and, at what they and do
6: they' sit in a dig at local offices as is- well Reporting a statement of fact, Those, yeah. these natures of calls have increased. Anyway, hey, scammers took advantage
4: of telephones way before the internet yep. existed. Yep. so yep. they'll take any advantage they can. So yeah, it's not a, it's not the mechanism, it's not the means, it's the individual behind that, the intent to defraud that we're always after. And it just sometimes there are just so many complications. Again, when they're not even in the same country that our that our investigators in, makes it difficult to bring any justice to the victims.
3: Well, this is fantastic. With this scream call, this is one more tool that we have to help us overcome those scams. It's a way to
4: just us to answer some additional questions for someone who may be considering um, whatever the situation is that may be a, a, a fraud attempt of some sort that we can intervene ahead of time and prevent somebody from losing
3: money. That's fantastic to hear. All right, folks, we'll get that number up online. If you didn't happen to get it written down so that you've got that when you head online for your holiday season shopping. Now with the holiday season, uh, is there any other, um, anything that the SPD sees as far as trends or upticks in certain citations kind of based around just the holidays?
6: Yeah. Um, it's called festive reason season, (laughs) excuse me, festive season for a reason people get festive and so they should, um, people should come to this, either come home from this awesome uh, city we live in, or the people that live here should celebrate living here. And often that's in the form of Christmas parties. And one trend chief and I have noticed over the years since we, since we've both been here is people tend to um, let loose a little more than they should at these parties. Cause it, it is a season of celebration. Um, but we would ask people not to go overboard. Um, enjoy yourself responsibly as we'd say for every other weekend or week of the year. Yeah. Um, it, <clears throat> not to demean anyone, it, but it's almost like amateur hour to where people who are not used to going, going out and celebrating, um, heavily. Um, are they're, they're, they're just not used to it. They're inexperienced. It's not like the people, not regular partiers. Some people that, you know, function at a 0. 0.25, uh, alcohol concentration. They're not regular partiers. So this, we'd urge people just be aware that, um, that there is potential for overconsumption, which is not against the law either, but just take measures to enjoy yourself safely. Um, yeah, organize a ride home. Probably don't bring up any Long Harvard family issues or <laughs> yeah. or, or office issues. Keep the same filters that one normally would <laughs> throughout that's, the rest of the year. Yeah, that's another uh, thing it, about the easy, holiday it, season. It's isn't easy it?
4: to laugh at, but <coughs> uh, unfortunately, I think one I've... Uh, anecdotally I've noticed over the years is there is an increase in family violence and uh, not necessarily family violence, but family disputes. Yeah. The holidays, even though they're, you know, they can also be very stressful for a lot of families. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of things along with the holidays. Uh, there's family coming to town. Maybe it annoys the eye to eye um, or maybe just families trying to provide for their, for their own family in a, in a manner and they weren't able to do so. So there's some stresses that come on with finances and, Everything else. So yeah, alcohol has a tendency to flow a little more freely during this time of year, and um, it also there's you compound that with the stresses, or and we do see some more disputes between families that we go try to find a resolution, help them help them work through their problems. Um, unfortunately, sometimes they turn to violence, and that's one thing that we really, really, really try to avoid. You know, we've had that intimate partner um, violence um, program for a long time. I know Lieutenant Hill's been on here to talk about it, so. We see it this time of year, and hopefully, we can, you know, get that message out too. That, you know, a reasonable and peaceful resolution to any conflict is what we're always after, and and that's a lot of things go hand in hand with that.
3: Take take five minutes, walk outside, uh, take it, take time away from the dinner table,
6: especially uh, if you're
4: a Broncos fan. You really
6: have a hard time <laughs> over the holidays. Here's an example of people taking five minutes: It's New Year's Eve. Historically. New Year's Eve is dead for us. We, we have very few, if any, DUIs on New Year's.
3: Wow, which is incredible. Yeah, it's,
6: but it, once again, it's because people do a great job of planning for that, um, and getting rides home, and or not over consuming, or to the point to where they they can't care for themselves, or to where they're not a threat to others. We would just urge people to make those New Year's Eve plans for any party or weekend or whatever they're doing. The way begins yeah. to be join themselves.
3: That preparation yeah. that you took beforehand, making sure, yeah. well, I've got to ride but home so I can cut loose. New Year's yeah.
6: Eve and the 4th of July, two of our quietest nights.
3: Wow. Well, and, and you would think the exact yeah, opposite. because People do a great job planning. Mm-hmm. I, I spoke with a Sheridan Memorial Hospital addiction and internal medicine doctor, uh, Dr. Ackerman yesterday. And he said that they also see an increase in their alcohol patients coming back. Um, uh, Around this time of year, a lot of it having to do, of course, with weather and things yep. like that. We all kind of get a little a little down in the dumps if we don't see the sun for a couple <laughs> days. Uh, I would recommend that people uh, m- make sure that you're taking some vitamin D. Um, I actually spoke with another doctor who said uh, that typically almost every single Wyoming resident is probably vitamin D deficient. We don't see a lot of the sun during the winter, so make sure that we're getting that because that can also help improve your mood. And I think it's fascinating that we don't see as many DWUIs during the time of year that we think we would. So if you're heading out, you got a big Christmas party. I know there's a lot going on. Make sure you're making those plans to get home because it's it's usually in that situation, isn't it, Captain? Where it's like, well, I guess one more wouldn't hurt, but you're not used to drinking that one more. Yes. And so go over the edge a little
6: bit. Yeah, I mean... If, so, if one's above a, a .08, they're going to show the same cues of intoxication. But it's also to where um, the experienced drinkers can hide it better. But now we're going to have more people um, out on the roads and out on the sidewalks and in, in private homes who aren't used to overly cons- uh, consuming. And then all of a sudden it hits them harder than they thought. And mm-hmm. a lot of like the Christmas drinks are festive and they taste really good. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so it's easy just to top off a, a, a glass of punch or something and keep topping it off to where one, one loses track. Yeah. So just, just keep keep track of stuff.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's one of those situations. You've, you've got to watch it because the next thing you know, yeah. uh, you, you get up to use the restroom and realize just exactly how yeah. tipsy and, you've the, got.
6: The eggnog can get you just as hard as
3: whiskey. <laughs> yes, it can. Tom and Jerry's are great. They're fantastic. But, uh, boy, they sneak up on you. All right. We're going to have more with our Sheridan Police Department when we come back. How about some tips on keeping your incoming packages safe? Stay with us. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930K, are we? 103.9 FM, Sheridan.
2: First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Shared Media as part of their community commitment. Boy Scout Troop number 117 and Cub Scout Pack 385 receiving these funds. Or random drawing. Could
5: your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. It's time
7: once again for Moss Holders Design Center's Snowflake Sale. Here's how it works. Stop by Moss Holders, choose the items you want to buy, and then you'll get to draw for a discount. Every customer will receive at least 10% off, but several customers will get 15, 25, and 30% off their purchases. One lucky customer will draw our 50% snowflake, receiving half off their entire sale. Let Moss Holders add some fun to your Christmas shopping this year. Moss Holders Snowflake Sale runs through December 23rd. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion.
5: Our $5,000 gift card giveaway is going on right now. Ho, ho, ho. Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. Today and every weekday until December 22nd, we're giving away $250 in gift cards, $550 gift card winners each weekday for a grand total of $5,000 in Sheridan Commercial Company gift cards. Don't miss out. You can't win if you don't come in and register. Sign up today and every day. Merry Christmas from all of us at the Sheridan Commercial Company at 303
2: Broad. Just in time for your holiday dinners, The Health Nut announces that they have organic and natural turkeys, Beeler's spiral-cut hams, gluten-free and regular stuffing, fresh organic cranberries, organic yams and potatoes, gluten-free and regular gravy, gluten-free and regular dinner rolls, gluten-free and regular homemade pies, dairy-free and regular whipped topping. Order your Thanksgiving pies early. Pick them up to ensure they are fresh. The Health Nut, for healthy holiday dinners.
1: Era Carol Realty is back with the 7th Annual Holiday Shopping Sweepstakes. First. This is your chance to win $1,000 in gift certificates and chamber bucks from our Sheridan and Buffalo merchants. And we've tied into a national campaign to give you a chance at winning $15,000 cash.
0: Winners will receive prizes totaling a thousand dollars to retailers like Legacy Diamond and Gems, Tiny Twigs Baby and Kid, Red Shed Redoos, and Rocky Mountain Discount Sports. Just go to the contest page at sharedmedia.com. Enter once each day through December twelfth.
7: Hi, this is Lisa Hansen
5: with ERA Carroll Realty. We're about more than real estate. We're about family, friendship, and community. Happy holidays. Shop, local first, all across
4: the area. Shop here first.
3: Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting. My guest this morning is the chief of the Sheridan Police Department, Travis Koltiska, captain of the force, Tom Ringley. More than one quarter of consumers, 26%, to be precise, have had a package stolen from their porch. And most of these porch pirate incidents occurred at a single unit resident home. 49% rather than an apartment or condominium uh going into my research I really kind of thought it would be the other way around but I think it's probably because your neighbors are watching out for your stuff uh, do we see a lot of uh this kind of activity within our area not very much um maybe
6: throughout the year we, we get a report of maybe five uh, five and anecdotally um which doesn't seem much but if you take one from someone's porch. It means everything to them. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. I'm, I'm glad we're low. And I think a lot of it is we have neighborhoods here where people are actually watching out for their neighbors and people know their neighbors. And it's usually, um, someone around. And also I just think that a lot of most people from, that are actually from shared and not passing through aren't or of higher character than that anyway. Yeah. Um, but having said all that, it doesn't mean it can't happen. We can't, we can't get into can't happen here syndrome. Um, so we would encourage people to um, track their packages closely um, and make arrangements to get them off the, the, the front of the property as soon as possible once they're delivered. Or, like for the big national delivery services, you can have it delivered to their office. Um, and you, people can go pick the packages up at a time that suits them, and it just removes the whole possibility of,
3: of theft. Yeah. And and I'm going to use that, can't happen here syndrome, Yeah, because uh, that's kind of brilliant you think well, was, uh, you know we're in wyoming
6: yeah it, 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 something we fr- frequently hear is this is shared, and i shouldn't have to lock my doors and we've had people going into places that aren't theirs for the last 50 years or probably yeah. for as long as there's been buildings here um it shouldn't happen here but it stuff does happen here um but so we should do all we can do that, that to mitigate and any crime
3: and boy during the holiday season a lot of packages going up there on porches. And, uh, you know, you could be stealing a kid's Christmas for Pete's sake, and that just upsets the hell out of me. Um, I know it probably the exact same for you guys. How can we mitigate these chances? Just ask our neighbors, hey, keep an eye out. And, uh, a... Ask the company, just deliver it to the office.
4: Yeah, there's a lot of tools, too. I mean, the technology behind national delivery services have increased. You know, I every time... We get a package at our house. I mean, we got one. I an alert on a text that it's on the way. It's going to be delivered here at this time. And as soon as they drop it off, they say well, it was just delivered. I mean, they, they've increased their technology to try to help consumers recognize that there's something waiting for them and, and take steps to, to to get it, remove the enticement away from somebody who may be con- contemplating it. Uh, at the same time, just neighbors watching, helping out for their neighbors. If you know you have stuff coming, you're not going to be available call your neighbor and say, hey, I've got this package coming in. Can you watch for it if you're going to be home, and can you grab it for me, and I'll come get it when I get home? You know, that's that's a, one of the most important ways to do things. Um, you know, even in, with the advent of some of those ring door cameras, doorbell cameras and some of those things may prevent some of it, and people knowing that they're going to be on camera will prevent some of it, not all of it, but at least if it doesn't, the ones that doesn't prevent, it gives us something to go off of as well. So those are good tools too, not only preventative measures, but, us to to do the investigation at the end of things but it's i think the number one and i think that's what the you know what the captain mentioned earlier is and we are still a community we're still a small community and and neighbors do for the most part watch out for their neighbors and i think that's the most important thing that we can do
3: and because you see stories like this all over uh you know the inner internet um and people posting these videos and things like that and I uh, to think that you know people in these larger cities that's shopping to some of these thieves we're just going to jump in we're mm-hmm. going to drive down the street if a porch has a package we'll go nab it and that's how they do whatever it is that they do for their christmas shopping which is horrible um so make sure that you're you're taking care of those packages folks sign up for those uh that tracking service if you have to sign up for it because it is worth it uh, my wife uh, gets an alert when we get anything at the house. Uh, we do have a neighbor who keeps a pretty close eye. Uh, we're lucky. We're, we're in a neighborhood where we have a re- nice retired little old man who kind of keeps an eye out for everyone. And another issue that we should touch on is one that we've talked about in the past. Chief, you were very adamant about this, I think, uh, the first two years you and I were talking photos. When people go on vacation, mm-hmm. posting on their their social media, showing that I'm not home, terrible idea.
4: Yeah, it really does provide people with a, an opportunity to recognize who's home and who's not. Um, so it's it's really just a best practice that you know. Hey, I I like to show my hunting trips when I go on hunting trips on my Facebook page and and family photos, but it's always done after the fact. You know, if I if, when I return home, um, I don't want to advertise that my house is sitting vacant um, and it's um, not being watched as closely as it should like it is you know 100% of the rest of the time when i'm in town so it is very important that is one opportunity that that people with ill intent can use if they're going to bur- consider burglarizing a home is basically what it's almost like the movie home alone back in the day right yeah. going around and scoping out seeing who's gone for the holidays who they can who they can victimize so yeah it's just the best practice you know share share those Share those photos. Share stories about your trips
3: when you get back. You know, uh, since you and I first talked about this, and I think it was the first year I was here, my wife and I have started that practice. Since we just hold off uh, on posting those photos just just because you never know who's watching. You never know who's paying too close attention to your social media. Uh, and and another thing about taking photos. Uh, With your new items, uh, be mindful about who's on that friend list. And I know f- at least Facebook has an option about who gets to see what yeah, photos you when you set post your, it.
4: set your privacy on based on, yeah, if you do have something sensitive or, or like you said, if you get some really fancy gift or new, new uh, acquisition that you've purchased, right, you're just advertising that, Hey, I've got this, um, whatever it is, it could be, uh a, a, a target for somebody that want to come break into your house and steal. So, all those kind of things, just things to think about when it comes to social media. We we live in a digital society. We live in a day and age when people share everything they do on a daily basis on social media, whether it's TikTok or Instagram or, for those of us in our age group, Facebook. So <laughs> yeah,
3: the older we ones, are yeah, like the like
4: us. Older generation, right, <laughs> um, and and it's just. It, it can lead to nefarious characters doing nefarious things because they're taking advantage of what you're offering out there and putting mm-hmm. everything out there on your, in your life. So just be mindful of that.
3: You know, that was always a situation, uh, in the military. Uh, they were very, especially, you know, in the early aughts, they were very adamant about, uh, being mindful about who's looking at what for operational security. Cause you know, we were a, bunch of dumb grunt kids. Uh, We wanted to show off what training we were doing and very hua hua. You know, we were all excited about it. But then you start to realize that your enemy has access to the internet, just like everybody else. And so that really got me into the train of thought of maybe we shouldn't put this online, or maybe we should be a little more cognizant of who gets to see what. Um, I know a lot of people are, are... very guarded over their children which i think is fantastic i've got friends who will not post any photos of their young ones until they're old enough to make that decision for themselves and i think that's a great idea as well uh captain i know that uh you're not way into the internet uh, or or social media my
6: life is a closed book (laughs)
3: Do you have uh, any other recommendations for people as we go into the holiday season and uh, we have to think about security and things like that?
6: Um just the usual if you if you see something, call us. If something looks suspicious, um we may not be able to respond immediately, but a lot of times we can and if it's just a simple drive by of an area to see what's going on, um we're more than happy to do that. And quite honestly, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Um the only the only bad call to us is the, the one that's not made.
3: Oh yeah. And so, if uh, someone does appear to be in the neighborhood that you don't know, maybe poking around, hanging around porches too much, a drive-by might be a good idea. Just give the SPD a call.
6: H- have a reason. What we don't want is, which I was actually angers both of us, is a call because a person of a certain race is walking down the street.
3: Yeah, that's unnecessary. That's, yeah, absolutely.
6: And, um, but if if there's artic- if there are overt circumstances that would make someone concerned like some, some guy walking up to my front door and trying the door handle
4: yeah. or, or seeing it
6: done on a neighbor's door handle or, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's, there's
4: obvious circumstances that are going to be very clearly recognizable. Something's amiss. Yep. Uh, please call us. It takes nothing for us to get there and to try to identify that individual, see what they are up to, if we can locate them. Right. And it's much better to have us intervene at that point in time than after something has been committed. But yeah, have a
0: genuine, have a good have reason. A
4: genuine reason um, we have unfortunately um, both of us been working when we've fielded or have been aware of calls been made that, that people called in as suspicious without reason
3: inappropriate inappropriately reasons. yeah mm-hmm. and that that would
4: that just is not said okay with us
3: yeah that's not Sheridan's way yeah that's not Sheridan's way Chief captain, I want to thank you both so much for coming in uh, and going over these uh, very important things as we go into our holiday season. Make sure you're not drinking too much, folks. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to both of you and the team down at the SPD. And everyone here, too. All right. We're going to speak with the Johnson County Commission Chair, Bill Novotny, when we come back. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930KROE and 103.9 FM.
2: First, Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Share to Media as part of their community commitment. Boy Scout Troop number 117 and Cub Scout Pack 385 receiving these funds for random drawing. Could
5: your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC.
1: Mandy Coltisco from Century 21 BHJ brings you this pet of the week from the dog and cat shelter. Two-year-old Louie is a big guy looking for a big yard to play big games in. He is very protective of his people and could use a little big boy training. Five-year-old Sandy is a love bug with a cowardly lion complex. If you think you have what it takes to bring out his lion heart, come and meet Sandy today.
2: The Waring Sheridan Chevrolet Elves are ready to help you find that perfect pre-owned vehicle that'll fit your style and budget. They've traded for a huge number of pre-owned vehicles, all makes and models. Waring Chevrolet will make it a season to remember with quality pre-owned vehicles. Go online, check Santa's list of pre-owned vehicles, WaringSheridan.com, and discover the wearing way of buying a vehicle. Your road to holiday cheer starts at 107 East Alder and online at wearing Sheridan.com
7: For a very limited time, Shipton's Big R has a gift from Ariat that keeps on giving. December holiday rebates. The more you spend, the more you get. Spend, well, well, let's say give, because it is the season of giving. Earn some holiday cash. Spend $150 on Ariat products. Get $15 back. Spend $250. Receive $35 back. And if you make it to a $400 area purchase, that's $70 in cash. Coming back to you, this is an exclusive mail-in offer from Ariat. When it comes to premium Western products, Ariat is the right choice. At Shipton's Big R, you can choose from comfortable and stylish Ariat footwear, Ariat denim that fits and feels right, shirts, tops, caps, and outerwear, even accessories. Whether you're in the saddle or out on the town, choose Ariat. The holiday rebate offer from Ariat is available right now at Shipton's Big R on Sugarland Drive in
6: Sheridan.
2: The grand reopening of Legacy Diamond and Gems with their total store remodel is complete and better than ever. With Christmas just around the corner, stop into their exquisitely remodeled store and see the latest jewelry designs. Legacy Diamond and Gems, where quality jewelry at an affordable price is always in style. Their staff of jewelry professionals are always ready to assist you in finding that perfect gift of fine jewelry that says, I love you. Legacy Diamond and Gems, 11 North Main Street, downtown Sheridan.
7: Good
3: morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. My next guest is the Johnson County Commission Chairman, Bill Novotny. Good morning, sir, and thank you for calling in this morning.
1: Hey Floyd, it is good to be with you this morning, but uh, I do have to say, and, and certainly as we're going into the holiday season, one of the things I always enjoyed when I would call in and, and before you and I would go live is I'd get to visit with Trevor Jackson and uh, sure miss his voice and uh, prayers to his family as they go through this holiday season. It's those little things you don't think about, uh, but uh, it's good to be with you this morning.
3: Ah, Thank you, sir. That's That's greatly appreciated. We've got a a beautiful display up here at the studio for him. Uh, everyone is welcome to come in and write down their memories because there's a lot of them. And, boy, he really was great at just being able to sit down and, and welcome someone to the show and kind of fill that time gap, wasn't he?
1: He really was just just a, a great uh, individual and, and a wonderful voice for Sheridan Bronx and, and, and for the community as a whole. So uh, he is missed, uh, but he leaves a great legacy.
3: He absolutely does. He absolutely does, sir. Uh, how's how's it been over there in Buffalo? You guys just uh, had your Christmas lighted up parade, right?
1: We did, and uh, you know, I, just a wonderful parade. I believe there were about twenty-two or twenty-six entries from uh, everything from local businesses to youth organizations. Uh, so just a wonderful tradition. Uh, you you start the morning off at the uh, surprise you sale, which has been going on for I believe over 120-some years uh, and then filter through the businesses who are having great sales. But one of the interesting things, yesterday we got a report from uh, the head of the Johnson County Tourism Association going over occupancy numbers and other things. And uh, sales uh, are are down, and uh, while occupancy of hotel rooms is on par, down a little bit, Sales across the region are down for our, our local vendors, and we got to remember that we need to shop local this Christmas. These are the businesses that are going to sponsor your kids' baseball team. Uh, they are the ones that show up at the Junior Livestock sale for 4H. So, folks, as, as you're making those decisions about Christmas purchases, and I realize money's tight right now, but when you shop local, those dollars stay here that contributes to the optional uh, sales tax that then gets reinvested in our community, and that's how we really pay it forward. So everybody who came out uh, and, and shopped locally in Buffalo over the weekend, thank you. You're, you're what keeps our community vibrant. Uh, and I hope people are doing the same thing over there in Sheridan. Uh,
3: you know, sir, that's one thing that uh, I'm always trying to promote, one thing that I actually always go out and do. Um, n- n- I'm not trying to uh, blow my own whistle or anything. I'm just simply saying that is truly the key to keeping a vibrant, beautiful downtown area. And, you know, you don't have to spend all of the Christmas fun down there, but spend a good portion of it. And there's some fantastic things downtown uh, in both cities. And one thing that my wife absolutely loves to do is uh, we end up taking a weekend. It'll probably end up being this weekend and, and just starting at one end of Buffalo Main Street and walking down, peeking our head in, and we always end up finding something. Uh, for her mom or her dad, because uh, you know her moving over here from Minnesota, they absolutely love to receive anything from where she lives, and so they love the Buffalo merch uh, that we we take with us back every Christmas. Uh, so I think this year uh, I'm not going to say because my father-in-law actually listens to the show, but I think uh, <laughs> he's going to be getting some BHS stuff or, or something like that because. Uh, my little girl went up there for quite some time. She's in college now. But it's it's kind of surprising to me that the occupancy was down a little bit. I thought we had a great hunting season.
1: Well, we did, and where really the, the biggest drop uh, in, in occupancy was in the Airbnbs uh, and those VRBO uh, short-term rentals, which is, is an interesting trend, and is it that maybe we don't have uh, the folks that were part of that uh, remote economy that were camping out in Buffalo and Sheridan for uh, an extended time and able to remote into work and they've actually gone back to the office? Or is it uh, that people were just traveling less because of the economy, because of the gas prices? And we'll try to drill down further into the data, but uh, those are, are the interesting trends that are uh, uh, both fascinating and disturbing because, of course, uh, we want a, a vibrant economy, and and that is this uh, area that's so dependent on travel and tourism. Uh, you want to see that stay vibrant,
3: sir. Uh, do you think? And and I know we don't have numbers in front of us. We can't we can't look at this. So it's all kind of anecdotal. But with COVID nineteen, so many folks were trying to get out of those urban high population areas. They were seeking a little bit more isolation. Why not beautiful Buffalo, Wyoming? They head down that way for, I guess it's been about two years. Or maybe we're starting to see the fall off of that train of thought.
1: Well, Floyd, I think maybe that's a little bit of it, but, you know, I, I think that a number of those people that uh, came here and hit out decided to stay. Yeah. Um, and you look at uh, – and certainly as I'm uh, talking to new people that you encounter in the community, uh, the, the question is, how long have you been here? And it, uh, the, the genuine response is one year, two years, and three years. Unfortunately, uh, that seems also to also be a demographic of, of folks that who are uh, either retired or uh, about to retire. So uh, you're not seeing that uptick in enrollment in our school system. And certainly you're not seeing those folks that are uh, going to help participate in the labor force and help us fill those workforce gaps that we have. Uh, so it's it's a tough situation. You're, you're seeing an influx because certainly Buffalo uh, is growing. But uh, if you look at the demographic of the people, it, it tends to be a person that's a little bit older. And so that's going to create some challenges for us down the road in terms of uh, – care services as those people get even older, uh, uh, whether it's uh, in-home care or, or nursing care, and uh, then you have a whole situation where you're you're dealing with health issues and, and maybe they don't have a relative who is close. And uh, so um, those, those are certainly some new challenges I know we're all starting to think about uh, in the public sector, but uh, just a, a, an interesting quandary of of your growing, but the segment of the population that's growing.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I'm neighbors with uh, a woman who runs one of the fast food restaurants over there. And boy, she has suffered from labor shortages, gosh, for at least the past two to three years. Um, Thinking that uh, she might end up having to close uh, at one time. Now, that was a few years ago, but it was an option that she was thinking about doing. Uh, So... you, you. it's, it's always a difficult thing because you want those individuals to show up to town. You want those individuals to join the community. But you also, like you said, you want the kids coming in as well to kind of help keep the town alive. You know, uh, activities, sports programs, and, and getting the kids into school. And speaking of schools, there was a Russian olive mitigation project. All those Russian olives, I know they're all the way through Buffalo. Uh, I don't know how extensive they are through all of Johnson County, but there used to be a pretty good-sized patch up there by the high school. What's going on with that project?
1: Well, uh, Floyd, a great project, and and this is being spearheaded by the uh, Clear Creek Conservation District. Uh, The county is the funder and also a participant in it. Uh, We provide the space where after those... uh, Russian olives are, are removed by a contractor uh, so that they can be uh, disposed of. Uh, we're also working to get all those Russian olives that we can out of county right of ways, You'll be able to see some of the activity that's going on now on the South Bypass Road uh, of some of those trees. getting. But it, it's a noxious weed. Uh, it chokes out the local uh, flora and fauna, which isn't good for wildlife. But the biggest thing, and, and this goes back to discussions we've been having for a long time, This is a tree that's not native here that sucks up a ton of water. And so uh, if we want to see some of these natural springs uh, and river flow uh, back to normal levels, if we can eliminate this uh, invasive weed, it's good. And so you're going to see work all down the Clear Creek Valley uh, this winter. Uh, And the conservation district has has got some contractors. They, They come in, they cut these trees down remove them and then actually spray the stump because they'll grow back uh it is such a an invasive uh weed so uh zach byrum at the conservation district who's leading that in the county is proud to be involved uh on uh a a day-to-day level of helping make this happen but also we uh provided some of the seed money because it's just so important for the overall uh water uh strategy that we're working on for the county and that's to get rid of the trees that shouldn't be here that are drinking the water.
3: And, you know, I, 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 when I was covering stuff over there, I often wondered why do we want to get rid of this thing? It, I mean, it's not exactly the most beautiful plant, but it's not overly ugly either. Um, so it's all about water consumption, which is fascinating. I've never, I never knew it, it, that.
1: It, water consumption and also the competition with the native species. And, uh, when they were brought into Wyoming, you know it was great when they were put in in windbreaks in in dry areas because they grew fast. But those seeds get picked up, uh, wildlife doesn't digest them, so they spread them, and suddenly we've got Russian olives everywhere. And you know we've worked to mitigate some of the problems down in KC because some of those Russian olives were actually creating flood conditions because. Uh, of what they were doing to the banks along the Powder River down there. Uh, You've know, you got counties across the state of Wyoming who are actually working on full-on eradication of Russian olives, and you're seeing that over in the Bighorn Basin and and down uh, along the Platte River uh, just because they are so fast-growing and so invasive that they choke everything out and they take a lot of water.
3: Yeah, yeah. Switching subjects on you real quick, sir. You've got an update on sage grass.
1: We are. Uh, the the cooperating uh, counties are, are getting very close to potentially maybe seeing a, a draft of what the BLM is thinking. I want to thank uh, Commissioner Haswell, represents Sheridan County, uh, in that uh, beyond that, uh, just know that your, your county commissioners across the state are fighting to keep this bird from being listed uh we have more sage grouse in wyoming today than we've had uh in years uh the collaborative efforts with landowners uh predator control boards which if you're not controlling the coyotes you're going to see a drop in the stage all of these people working so we're paying attention we're working hard uh at, at this point the ball's kind of in in the President Biden and his administration's court, you saw the recent listing of the Wolverine. Uh, So we're we're very concerned, but we're also optimistic that we've done the right things, that the science is on our side, uh, and we're engaged.
3: You're not waiting around for for someone else to take action on this, which is one thing that I've always appreciated about the the leadership here in Wyoming when it comes to the sage grouse. I've always been very active Sir, would you remind people as to why they do not want this thing listed?
1: It's going to disrupt every impact of our life. It would limit the times of year when the county would be able to blade a road, uh, oil and gas activity, uh, future mining over in the Powder River Basin where where the coal comes from, uh, Trona mining in southeast Wyoming. Uh, if you're an ag producer, it may limit when you can use parts of your property or property that you lease based off of when uh, birds may be in a lek. Uh, it may mean that you as a, a recreationalist may not be able to go out onto a piece of public land because they don't want the birds disturbed. So, uh, you know, I, I'm not uh, – this is this is warranted concern about uh, – potential huge overreach uh, on private property rights as well as something that would be detrimental to our uh, our state's economy, our local economy, when it just isn't warranted.
3: With all the work that everyone's been doing over the last couple of years, uh, Governor Mark Gordon's sage-grouse working groups, uh, they've been doing a lot of work over the past couple of years. Uh, what kind of work are they doing? Are they basically looking at conservation? Are they looking at uh, preservation? W- w- what do those folks do?
1: It, it Floyd, it's been in all-of-the-above uh, strategy. So it's been improving uh, forage areas for the birds, uh, trying to control predators, trying to limit uh, disruption by uh, controlling predators, uh, when they are at their most critical time uh, of of mating, try not to bother Uh, trying to be wise and and use a a well pad and, and do multiple uh, drillings off of that pad rather than having multiple well pads with multiple disturbances. So there've been so many cutting edge things, Uh, efforts to make sure that uh, stock tanks have a way that if a, a bird goes to get a drink and, get stuck in there that they can get out so that the bird doesn't drown uh just uh, incredible efforts uh both public and private to protect the bird and and uh, we all love wildlife that's what makes wyoming but we've done a good job of being a good steward of of sage grouse.
3: do you feel that uh this is just more federal overreach from the blm
1: and I, I want to be clear: this is not being driven by the local BLM, and it's not the local BLM that is in our local field offices that we know and we work with. This is being driven by the the top level C suite in Washington D.C., and that's unfortunate because those are the folks that are farthest from the land, farthest from the wildlife, and know what's really going on.
3: So, always... and, and it's go ahead, sir.
1: It, it's just very frustrating because. You try to be a good partner, they have uh, to honor us a, as a cooperating agency. That's enshrined in federal law, but they're not doing it. They're not following the rules, uh, and they wonder why we view them with such skepticism.
3: Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, you know, the situation with the sage-grouse, uh, kind of the same situation going on down in southwest Wyoming right now. Uh, where we're looking at uh, millions of acres of land that the BLM is wanting to kind of list uh, under a critical stage. Um, my father and I actually had an extensive conversation the other night regarding that. He just got his uh, new Mustang, uh, the wild horse that he's starting to try to break, and uh yeah, dealing uh, with the federal agencies and land is is always a bit a bit frustrating when they're not listening to their own people on the ground. Commissioner, I've run out of time. I want to thank you for calling in this morning, sir. Happy holidays to you. Happy holidays. Boy. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right, folks, you've been listening to Public Pulse on 930K, are we? And 103.9 FM. Shared.
0: It's the season to be jolly, and at First Federal Bank & Trust, we're spreading the joy with our Merry & Bright 3-Month CD Special.
2: Get into the spirit with a fantastic 5.38% annual percentage yield, and here's the best part, there's no minimum deposit required.
0: But that's not all. If you're planning to make a larger investment this holiday season, you can enjoy an even merrier 5.48% APY with just a $250,000 opening deposit.
2: Don't miss out on this limited time offer.
0: Visit us today or go online at efirstfederal.bank, where your holidays are Merry & Bright. Member FDIC.
5: Our $5,000 gift card giveaway is going on right now. Ho, ho, ho. Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. Today and every weekday until December 22nd, we're giving away $250 in gift cards, $550 gift card winners each weekday for a grand total of $5,000 in Sheridan Commercial Company gift cards. Don't miss out. You can't win if you don't come in and register. Sign up today and every day. Merry Christmas from all of us at the Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Hi, Danielle. Happy holidays. I'm so excited to perform at the WIRE Theatre with you this December.
2: Oh, me too. I love Frank Sinatra. Christmas My Way, a Sinatra Holiday Bash is the perfect way to celebrate the holidays.
5: And with our amazing team, we'll be just like the Rat Pack, crooning on the WIRE stage and the rap Pack was definitely not for kids.
2: <laughs> Swinging carols, singing standards, every single one recorded by old Blue Eyes himself.
5: He sang so many great tunes. This is going to be a night to remember.
2: Don't miss out on the singinest, swinginest Christmas of all. Christmas My Way, a Sinatra holiday bash, December 15th through the 17th at the Wyo Theatre.
5: Tickets at wyotheatre.com.
1: Ever wonder why Miss Universe is always from Earth? Well, the same goes for you figuring out the tune-up of your 4x4 side-by-side, because even if you do it, you'll do it wrong. Just bring your machine to Handos, and they'll get that close-encountering activity between you and your machine back to its extraterrestrial dominating self again, turning your 4x4 into the galactic trail-eating monster it was when it was new. And don't forget that 4x4s make great stocking stuffers. Handos Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Drive.
0: This public service announcement sponsored by Pilch Engineering, serving Sheridan and Johnson counties.
2: Are you willing to help a child in need this holiday season? Hi, I'm Jamie from Big Brothers Big Sisters. I invite you to come down to Kid Curious, Toy Store and More, and grab a tag from the Tree of Compassion, benefiting one of the children in our program, sponsored by First Federal Bank and Trust. Your kindness can make a difference in a child's life. Happy holidays from all of us at Big Brothers Big Sisters.
7: It's time again for Letters to Me. Just click on the Santa Letter button in contests and promotions on SheridanMedia.com. Type in your child's letter to me and every Friday morning, Santa will read the letters received that week live during the 7 a.m. hour on the Tommy and Bell Coyote Morning Show. One good little boy and girl will be chosen to receive a special toy courtesy of Kids Curious. Thanks to Buckingham Lumber, Jack and Kathleen Wood of 307 Real Estate, and Sheridan Media for this special hotline to Santa. Ho ho!